Hello, I'm Andrew Hara, the host of The Bomb Squad. I wanted to tell you about my movies. All are available on Tubi, which is a free streaming service. The last ones is a zombie drama about how a pandemic and isolation could drive a group of people mad. When the virus hits, John finds himself alone and scared until he meets Michael, his protector. But when Karina, another survivor, enters the mix, everything that John and Michael knew will be turned on its head. The last one's is a zombie virus movie that's somehow even more relevant today. Plus, it has zombies. Check it out. Borderland is a mexploitation film about living in El Paso. When Sarah finds herself in debt to the cartels, she has until sunrise to find some missing monies with the help of her executioner. Borderland is a true midnight movie and a lot of fun. Finally, the documentary Humble Spirits tells the story of the Han family, including champion Jennifer Hahn from El Paso, Texas. The entire Hahn family has grown up in the combat sports and has helped shape who they are both in and out of the ring. Humble Spirits, a family of fighters, is the perfect documentary for boxing fans of all ages. Check out Tubi to watch all my films. Finally, The Empty Space, winner of multiple awards, including the Sacramento Horror Film Festival's Best of the Best, is a cosmic horror about Amy Andrews, who's dealing with anxiety and depression after a violent attack that killed her husband. As she tries to find herself, she starts to lose her grasp on reality. Or could it be something much more sinister? The Empty Space is full of twists and turns, with Grace DeWilder of Rue Moore Magazine calling it a powerful film full of excellent performances by practically every cast member. All of Andrew Hada's movies are available to rent or buy on streaming services such as Tubi, Amazon, and many other places. We hope that you help support us by watching these films. Now, let's start the Bomb Squad! <laughs> squad or should i call us this time the chappy trap house uh oh. that's that is a hint as to what movie we're covering and by hint i mean i just told you what the title was and added other words right. uh welcome my name's andrew welcome to all our new fans uh thanks for joining us there's like a thousand more there's two thousand more of you so cool welcome yeah. here welcome uh, yeah. thank you for we, finding us yeah thank you for finding us we don't do we don't do that top 10 list every time so have fun, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, my name's Andrew Hara. I'm a filmmaker. As you can see, those movies that were above, if you have Tubi, go watch it. Some of you are all over the world, so who knows if you have Tubi. If you're in a different part of the world and you have Tubi, let us know in the comments. And also, if you can find my movie, just type in Andrew Hara in whatever streaming, free streaming service you guys have, like if you have a Tubi, and then let me know if I'm in the comments. I should be there. Who knows? Anyway... Welcome to the Bomb Squad, where we talk about movies that are underappreciated and overly hated. And you yes. know what? This movie, we might have hit a double feature with one movie <laughs> that is both overly hated, underappreciated, and maybe a little bit over... I don't know. I lost, those. I lost my train of thought. I was, the in, the intros, intros are hard. Uh, the 2000. We're off to a good start. New subscribers. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is what it's like every time. Overrated <laughs> is the word I was looking for, which does like the joke doesn't land now that it's been 10 minutes. But anyway, yeah. today it was a whose pick was this? Oh, it was my, if this isn't a pick, 
we've just always wanted to cover this movie. And since we hit 200 subscribers, we're like, let's cover Chappie. And what you'll find out at the end of this episode is we're covering an even bigger movie that we said when we were going to cover when we got 1,000 subscribers. And now we got 2,000 subscribers. So if you look at this title sequence, it's just going to look like a normal title sequence. Because next episode, we're going to have a very special title with the very special movie that we're going to add. And it's going to be super cool. And it's great. But today we're also doing a movie that is interesting, to say the least. We're doing 2015's Chappie, directed by Neil Blomkamp, uh, starring Char... Charlo Copley as the titular Chappie. You're already starring Dave. This is also pa- always how it goes. Starring, <laughs> starring karate karate expert Dave Patel, which I didn't know he knew Dev. karate. <laughs> Nobody knew Dave. he knew karate. Um, Hug Jackman. Hug, hug before Jackman, yeah. he did. Um, before he did his directorial debut, Monkey Man, which is coming out this year. Maybe? I don't know. It's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. That Hugh is Jackman, Sagani Weaver, and that's it. There's other people, but... Oh, oh yeah. I forgot. Liter- literally this the was... protagonist of the film. <laughs> this, this movie stars Ninja. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And Yolandi. Yolandi. Yeah. Yolandi. Who is... Who are these? What is the name of their band? E. Antwerp. Die Antwerp. Yeah. Die Antwerp. Yeah. This is okay. We'll talk about it once we get to it. That like I forgot that that's a big plot point <laughs> to this yeah. movie. We just saw. Also, I'm wearing this. I'm wearing a NFT shirt. I feel like it's appropriate because that's what Ninja would wear. Yeah, he would have been totally into NFTs, hundred percent. A hundred percent. But anyway, we're live. T- you, you could check, but why would yeah. you? you know? <laughs> Also, from what I know, Die Adwood are not the best people, so why would they do so? Yeah, I I read some some conflicting reports. We've read some not some cool things. Yeah, Yeah. William, tell us what this movie pertains. Okay, so but you have to do it in a South African accent. Okay. It uh, starts off with uh, no, please don't. some police good. robots. Please stop doing that. <laughs> it's okay. So it's about so Dev Patel, not Dave. Uh, he is an AI scientist, and he's created this like robot force for this company in South Africa in Johannesburg that Sigourney Weaver is the leader of. And these robot policemen are like invincible. They're super badass, and they're like really good at being co- cops. Uh, whatever your stances on cops, take that forever you will. And then Hugh Jackman also is making a police robot, but his is like a big old tank and it's scary and no one really likes it that much. So on the side, Dev Patel is also working on an AI program and he finally gets it to work. He thinks that he has made consciousness in his computer, but he needs a test subject. So he finds a broken robot and he uploads the consciousness into it. And voila, we have a sentient robot who now has the mind of a, an albeit very smart child, but still a child nonetheless. Very impressionable. And then on the other side of the tracks, we have D-Antward, and they are in trouble with some criminals, and they need to make a whole lot of money really fast. So they get the bright idea to find the robot maker man, who probably has a r- remote to turn off robots. And so they go to Dev Patel's house to find his robot remote, and they find Dev Patel and also Chappie, who they 
end up kidnapping and start trying to make Chappie do crimes for them. But he's a child who just wants love, so he has a lot of conflicts with violence. And Boy, that's... we're also going to talk about this movie. <laughs> I know, but that's like the plot. Breaking down so much of it, yeah. <laughs> It's like the first half of it is 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 essentially that, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and then there's a lot the of end, setup. There's kind there of is, a lot of it's. it's well, there's a lot of plot. It's, it's weird. And in Williams' there's a defense, lot of plot, and there's not every, a lot of plot. Everything yeah. that Williams said before they turn Chappie on, like all the cop stuff, the Hugh Jackman stuff, that's literally two minutes at the beginning of the movie. There's like so much more. <laughs> it's like bop, 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 bop. It's like, and I, I almost like I. I, I like this movie a lot, but I think that that's almost funny. How much lore, like, and how good kind of Neil Blomkett is at just giving, like, kind of exposition dumping on you without yeah. you, like, really being annoyed of it. Because it moves fast. It's like, oh, by the way, we have cops. Hugh Jackman has his own cops. He doesn't like them. He wants new cops. Oh, and then also, Dev Patel's the lead programmer. Oh, he figured out the consciousness thing. Oh, this yeah. one accidentally got hurt, so it has half a battery. It's like Jesus! It's only been thirty seconds, Neil. Like, right? Like, like with all that setup, though, the majority of the movie is just kind of fucking around, which is why it's a good movie. Yeah, like, there is, yeah. there is a lot of just let's just hang out and have a good time with Chappie because he's lovable, yeah. and he is he's right. super lovable. So, so much with like Yolandi and Chappie is like the main like heart of the story. Right. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like and what's going on. Like because she loves him. It is funny. Anyways, we'll go into that later. Chappie doesn't even get into the movie for quite a while. Like they they yeah. take their time introducing this character, and it's also like they really introduce. It's kind of weird because this is one of those movies where you don't realize it. I didn't realize it until this time, but there's not really a protagonist. There's a bunch of them because you have like William was saying, you have uh, Dev Patel, you have Die Atwood, and you have Chappie, and you'd think that they're gonna mesh a lot more than they really do. But it kind of feels like the only reason they mesh is because they all live kind of in the same place and kind of know each other. But their stories yeah. don't really mesh in any way. Like, they don't, like, you know how, like, in uh, in RoboCop, which we're going to reference RoboCop a lot, um, the bad guy, <laughs> Terrence Bodiger, is working with Dick Jones in, like, and so there's kind of that connection. In this one, it just happens that they're criminals and they're cops, so... Eventually, they're going to meet up, but there's no real right. reason for it to happen, you know? I would yeah. say, like, with this movie, like, yeah, there's a lot of plot going on, and there's a lot of, like, crime stuff. And the script, I mean, honestly, like, it, it makes sense that, like, not a lot of people like this movie, I think, because, A, I think that it really depends on if you find Chappie to be uh, sympathetic or if you find mm -hmm. him to be annoying. Right. And if you think he's annoying, then this whole movie is not going to work because it really hinges on the fact that you believe that this robot is like a little kid in a robot body. And, and like voiced and by you're, a man. you're charmed by him, like kind of trying to hang out with these like thugs and like act like them. Right. Because that is like essentially kind of a wouldn't it be cool if premise. And and I think it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I do, too. I, I really I really feel bad for Chappie. Like this, there's a lot of scenes where he goes through like some like fucked up shit. And it's like really heartbreaking. Like it's like, I don't know for some reason it being like this like semi cute robot police cop thing getting it's like ass kicked by some strangers, which happens in a scene whenever Diane Ward's trying to like toughen Chappie up, he's like crying. And it's like, you feel so bad for this like little guy, even though he's like this big hulking monster. And if you buy into him being sympathetic, this movie will be badass for you. But if you don't, 
then stop watching immediately. Yeah. Right. Right. You, you know, and what I think, think you, like, yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. One of the one of the things about this movie is just like how, and it's it's not just this movie. It's Neil Blomkamp in general. He makes his worlds feel real. You know, like we're in yeah. South Africa, <clears throat> and so you can almost tell, like the look of the chappies. You can tell that this is like. You know, you have your iPhone up here and then you have like the Mexican version of the iPhone, you know, down here. But it's like, oh, the cricket is down here. And you can tell that these like South African slumlord cop robots are like the cricket version. Because like mm. you can see where someone had really thought of the design of like giving them a face, making them like kind of skinny so that they don't look too intimidating. But then once you get to these ones, they're just metal. Like, they look so rough to touch, you know? And yeah. I think, like, that kind of level of thinking is just, like, that's from someone who really thought about what these robots would look like in South Africa after they've been, you know, used for a while. And, like, they're clearly oh, not yeah. top of yeah. the line. Yeah, it's And so I, it's I just think it's out. fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's very... Well, and it's also, like, it, it's almost funny because, um, in a way, it almost like you know like district nine was his like huge landmark film and it like district yeah. nine is so elysium oh i actually no. <laughs> still haven't seen elysium but uh oh it's uh, okay <laughs> um, it's fine <laughs> but, but like district nine is, is a great movie and it's also yeah. so overtly like a metaphor for apartheid you know like it's like mm-hmm. that whereas a chappy it's like oh yeah here's these like brutally repressive like police robots and this and this and it's like oh, is this whole movie going to be about, like, like police, like, brutality and stuff? It's, like, not really. It almost, like, yeah. takes for granted that you, like, accept that, like, that you know you understand that. And it's just, like, no, but what if this happens, like, in this, like, universe? Right. It's more, like, now, now, logically, if this robot did gain consciousness, like, and then, like, was raised by gangsters, what would the next steps be? And it's almost, like, interesting where he's, like, no, I'm crafting this world, but I'm not, like, I'm not, like, telling you. This isn't, like, a big... Like, oh, now here's, like, society. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. society stuff's yeah. there. It's but not about cops. Let's have fun. And this is right. going to be, like, a music video right. version of a movie, and, you know? And that yeah, is... Yeah. Oh, go ahead, William. I was going to say, it's just, like, it's not a cop movie. It's just a movie that yeah. a robot happened to have been a cop. And it kind of it kind of gives them a reason to be, like, a little bit more badass and, like, a little bit more able to fight whenever D. Antwerd wants him to be, like, a criminal. So, like, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, helps his development with the gangsters, but... Yeah, it's not really about, like, police brutality or anything like that. That also wasn't, like, I mean, that's always been a hot topic, but, like, not to how it is now. Like, that was, like, eight years ago. It wasn't, like, really what the conversation was publicly. I think if it came out now, it would probably be a much bigger part of it. There's definitely parts of it at the end, once Hugh Jackman, and we'll talk about a little later, that kind of, but it sticks more towards, like, you see more references to the war on terror than necessarily cop brutality. And I think that's kind of... It, this movie was made in 2015, and I think that's kind of telling at the time because 2015, you know, we're still in Afghanistan. You're kind of seeing mm-hmm. these images, but like the real, like you know, the Fergusons and the and those kind of things hadn't happened yet. So we knew the police were bad. We just yeah. didn't know the extent that they could get away with. And so I think, like right. at the time, you see this kind of war on terror. Like by 2015, we understood that there was no like. You know, there was no reason for us to still be in Afghanistan or really to go there in the first place. And we're still there. And so it's this kind of like, if you look at the hierarchy of power, you do see a little bit of it in America and definitely Hugh mm-hmm. Jackman. And the fact that Hugh Jackman's playing like the most American guy ever is probably pretty telling. 
but it's not the main crux of the story. And it's kind of weird how little Hugh Jackman being the biggest star is yeah. in this Yeah, him and uh, Sigourney Weaver is in like mm-hmm. three scenes. It's like, oh, they must right. have done all our shooting in a day. Just like a well, and I, Yeah, I, th- I think that there was like, there's kind of like a lot of like underdeveloped stuff in this movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Like exactly what you guys just mentioned. Um, I feel like whenever, because like Diane, where they have to get money to a criminal like in a couple of days. Like $20 and, million. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's Ninja's like, like, fuck yeah, let's make him bad. Let's, let's get him on our side and make him a fucking criminal just like us. And Yolandi's like, no, he's just a kid. And it's like, yeah. she, but it's like, dude, you're going to die. So it's like Yolandi's character like didn't really make any sense. Well, yeah, it, yeah. Let's, let's be well, honest. Okay, motivation stone anyway. The whole setup that they need to pay this criminal money. And, and at no point are you like, oh, they're not just going to kill him at the end. Because of course they're just going to kill him because he's going to try to kill him and betray. Like, it's like one of those, like, even as Typical they're crime. setting it up in the first 10 mm-hmm. minutes, you're like, all right, they're just going to end up with a sh- in a shootout with this guy you know it's yeah. very like well, and i want to point out that the so you have dev patel he plays a developer uh shannon chartel copley plays chappie <clears throat> hugh jackman and sigourney weaver they work for the company and then you have diat wood who's playing like the gangsters kind of and then there's like just a mexican dude <laughs> yeah named america, america. Yeah. <laughs> with a k yeah <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of like... He's just like a, their friends. Jose, Jose Pablo yeah. Cantillo. And let me tell you yeah. guys, it is... And like, if you're thinking like, oh, there's no way he looks like a homie-style cholo. Well, let me guarantee you guys, he looks like the fucking homie-style cholo you've yeah. ever seen in your he life. He costs one quarter. He doesn't have this. He just has the fucking... The handlebar mustache. I was yeah, like, oh my yeah. god, this is my favorite character ever. Yeah, there's, yeah. Um, there's no explanation but it's just so, for any of it. Yeah, yeah. well, and it's... It's such yeah. a real world because you have the Mexican in South Africa, and it's like I know that we cross borders, guys. But uh, it's a long so one. That's a long one. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have to pack a lot of tamales. But then <laughs> you have uh, there's like a scene at the beginning where Hugh Jackman wants to take over the Chappies because he wants to test his system against them, and so he goes up to Dev Patel. He's like, "Hey, I want to. Can I get the key to test it?" And the thing that, like, the big selling point of these robots is only mm-hmm. one person has a key so that it, so that nobody can change the system. It's only this one mm-hmm. person. And that's Dev Patel. And so Dev Patel's like, no, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't have the key. Of course not. And again, this is at the beginning of the movie. So Hugh Jackman slams him on the desk. And Hugh Jackman <laughs> is another developer. He's not, like, security. He right. He slams him on he's the an desk. engineer. He pulls out his gun and points it at his head. And he's like, are you going to give it to me? And Dev Patel's like, no. And so he pulls the trigger. It's just empty. And he's yeah. like, oh. I'm just kidding, you're, man. You're weak, man. And it's like, <laughs> is like human resources not going to get involved in this situation? Dude, no one says shit to him. He just totally gets away with it. Pulling his fucking yeah, like, firearm out can, in the can office. Can I say like two? And, and if you haven't seen this, one, I mean, just watch it. It's great. But Hugh Jackman, the way he looks, I know you said they like they like made him Americanized, and maybe this is because I, I I think he's supposed to just be Australian or maybe something. Yeah, American. that's what I, I thought know, too. Yeah, I know he's just as Australian, and I can't tell the difference in accents, but uh, he's wearing like sh- like khaki mm-hmm. shorts, like short I love shorts. That look. The movie, oh, yeah, a polo yeah. and a polo, a, a very yeah. prominent crucifix, and he has a mullet, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, he's supposed it's to be like mullet. an evangelical asshole, and he even like invites Depatel to church or something, or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pull off. Anytime you want to come, and it's like, 
and and he does come across to me as an American stereotype, but maybe the loud evangelical mm-hmm. asshole is also an Australian thing that like that is thinks. true. It could be. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of similarities that you way. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But okay, so you have these like wild characters, and then it's just kind of like, you know, it's it's like it feels kind of almost like a baby plot that's taken so seriously that you get this kind of weird mix of stuff you know yeah um and like i don't they keep teaching them the wrong lessons which is pretty funny so they're yeah. like trying like <laughs> chappy's essentially like a child so he's trying to gain information and the mm-hmm. first thing he sees is he-man <laughs> which is like that's pretty cool which is oh, i didn't know that's where cringer came from i, yeah, I saw that and i was like oh cringer, yeah. i was yeah, like cringer's... i was like why are you fucking naming your dog cringer cringer's the name <laughs> that of makes a lot more sense cat <laughs> I thought you so, just liked, liked cringe. I don't know. No, and that's what everyone thinks. You know how mad that makes me? Um, well, I mean, it's pretty obscure. I know. But so Cringer, are, are, so he sees that. And so the the guys, like, they, at first they try to teach him how to use a gun, but he can't kill. Like, it's in his programming. Mm-hmm. So then they're right. like, it's not, it's oh. Not, it's not in his programming. Dev Patel makes him promise to, to be good. Oh, yes. And he's, like he a, actually, he's like a very like, impressionable kid. Believes yeah. in, like, promises and stuff like that. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Right, he's and not so, lost his innocence at all. He's a very innocent, like undeveloped, but like right. he's a, he's a smart robot. So he's like a really smart right. baby, and who's that's like, how he's learning everything for the first time. And that's how the gang is able to kind of like what they do is they teach him that you can put like you put someone to sleep when they're killing them, and then you can like throw a knife at their chest and then they'll go to sleep. And he also yeah, like yeah teases or he treats them like oh. That's my car over there. Go get it back because that guy stole my car. And Chappie's just like stealing cars. Yeah. And so they keep teaching up the wrong lesson. And it makes for like, I think like another reason people might not like this movie is just because it's like you're, he doesn't, there's, a, it like takes a while for him to learn the right lessons because like they keep, Every lesson they teach him is worse than the one before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 clearly like putting him down a dark path. Um, right, but it Death is Patel's trying to save him. But but it is like it's almost like you know how like in um, in RoboCop. I think it's only like fifteen minutes, but it's like just yeah. right when he rolls out, it's just him solving various crimes. Mm-hmm. I could watch Chappie committing various crimes for like an yeah, hour. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like it's just because it's just such like a fun like like situation for him to be in. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and so as like yeah, so they keep kind of doing this like the the fun and game section of the script is like half the movie, <laughs> but usually it's right. not. Um, and so I think like one of the things that I liked about this, okay, it's been 20 minutes, guys. You should go watch Chappie because I'm about to spoil Chappie. <laughs> because I can't really talk about why I like Chappie so much without kind of spoiling it. So we're just And it's like not really much it. of a movie to spoil either. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the meat is like him learning to be the meat is like everyone trying to get him to be who they want him to be. And yeah. it's like this kind of like express train of like childhood development in like an unstable situation. Right. Well, and so, okay, so the reason I like this movie so much is because Neil Blomkamp, he had made District 9, and it blew up. Like, it got nominated for an Oscar. It was, like, the hugest movie of that year, and it had been made for, like, nothing. Then he made Elysium, which was kind of like District 9, but dumber. And so it didn't do very well in the box office. Like, it kind of, like, he hit that sophomore slump where, Mm -hmm. 
there was like questioning whether he could like whether did he have it or was that just like a one hit one right Elysium was so, like everyone was so ready for that movie. That was like yeah, top exactly. of everyone's must see list. Like damn, and it had Matt Damon. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. was very excited. And so he has this idea for Chappie, and it's a fucking home run idea because it's like the easiest thing in the world. Like it's about a robot who they're trying to teach him how to be a human, and he learns how to be a human. They even set up the device that's going to teach him how to be a human because when they give him consciousness are giving it to a broken robot and the reason it's broken is because its battery is welded in and it's it so when it dies they can't replace it and so he has five days to do it in a normal movie chappie would learn that like part of being alive is also dying and Mm -hmm. so you he would like save his friends and then die Blumkamp does not. Oh yeah, use, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. He does not go in that direction. <laughs> he does not learn that lesson. Yeah, he does not learn yeah, that lesson. No, 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 no. What Chappie learns is that the human body is weak and needs to be replaced with circuitry and metal. Yeah. And yeah. so this is replaces, about transcendence, man. <laughs> he replaces Death Patel gets shot and he's died, and so he replaces his consciousness into another robot, and then he replaces. Uh, the girl's consciousness as well, because she also gets shot. And yeah. they just live for, and like, he's like, oh yeah, now we get to live yeah, forever. So, yeah, well, and that's yeah. like, it's almost like funny because, um, it is very funny. The, the, that's yeah. like very, it's amazing. It's, very it's the opposite of AI. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> the beginning of this movie, it has like the faux documentary thing that District mm-hmm. Nine does, where it's like mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper's even in talking about oh, and then Chappie changed the world, and then it's like 15, eighteen months ago, you know, and it's just like that's when the the movie mm-hmm. starts. The rest of the movie does not do any of that like documentary stuff, and it almost feels yeah. like Blomkamp being like, oh man, people are going to be expecting a message after District Nine. <laughs> Let me just yeah. like. <laughs> Throw well, in that yeah. the singularity would be it really is, cool, actually. It makes right, you, right. like, wonder, though. Because, like, this this is the second time I've seen it. I saw it in theaters. But mm-hmm. Chappie's been, like, it did so bad that they didn't real. There hasn't been a good release for it. Like, it's never really on streaming. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, you, you have, have to rent, rent it. it. It's yeah. just very hard mm-hmm. to find. It's not even really on TV because my parents, like, have cable and I check sometimes. It's never there. So, yeah. like, it's been hard to find Chappie. And so, like... I don't know. It's such an interesting because the whole time, like I was saying earlier, they're teaching him the wrong lesson. Mm-hmm. And what you don't realize is that Chappie is learning the biggest wrong lesson the whole time because <laughs> yeah. he keeps talking about how he's indestructible and everyone keeps saying like, oh, but I'm not Chappie. I'm going to get hurt. And instead of learning like, oh, well, we have to do safe stuff to prevent each other from getting hurt. He learns Oh, you need to get out of that disgusting human weak body and right, you need to right. get into <laughs> this Terminator body. Yeah, get into one of these shells, you. baby. And it's never like like when Dev Patel wakes up, it's not like, oh no, the horror of like my 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 real body dying. It's mm-hmm. just like right. cool, what I'm a robot now. Let's like continue. Um, it's it's yeah. treated it's treated like Jake Sully when he becomes a fucking avatar and avatar. Yeah, like, right. this where they're like wow. And it's like exactly. wait, run no. fast. See, and that almost like kind of goes with like how the movie has less of a plot and more like kind of a music video plot where you're just like, oh, yeah. oh wouldn't it be cool if style, you know? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and I do like love it for that. Um because there's the, no like the only... scene where he meets another police robot and is right. like, yeah, what am yeah. I? Like, none of that yeah. happens, you know? Yeah. 
That's also, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I will say the only thing that I I didn't like was that so the Mexican guy, America, he's spent he's like the one who gets to know Chappie out of the guys. Like Ninja's a piece of shit until like pretty much the end, you know? Yeah, like and the very very end. Fucking America gets killed so terribly, <laughs> yeah. and like so oh much, yeah, <laughs> it was like like That's they awesome. the Hugh Jackman gets there, he lands, and then like the guy's shooting at him, and he's like ho ho, and then he steps on him and cuts them in half and then throws them on a wall. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, this is your best friend Chappie. Um, that that is weirdly like brutal for like how little like because like Hugh Jackman doesn't even die in the movie because Chappie's yeah. So good. Well, he, he learns just, that lesson. He beats yeah. him nearly to death, but then mm-hmm. stops. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. now you've learned your lesson, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's to Don't show that Chappie realizes that dying is bad. R- right. Right. He's not someone to kill anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, you have. Um, but then I realized, like, watching it the second time, because that death is pretty brutal. One of the things that I, I think that this movie was hinting at is, like, every time someone gets hit, it's real quick. You know, it's not like uh, they don't take a long time, like showing someone get murdered. The only time they do take a long time, he ends up not getting hit. Uh, And so I think it's like there is this kind of underlying vein of like how fragile life is, you know? Yeah, totally. And I I think he almost uses it against you (laughs) when he turns like he's like at the end of the empty space, there was an alternate ending where it said that sometimes the best way to get over grief is to become a space god and go into heaven. And like, totally. It was a very, tour the cosmos. That was a very I realized ending. That, yeah. yeah, it was yeah, a very yeah. chappy ending. And I realized that that probably wasn't the best story to tell. But Neil <laughs> right. Blomkamp, he was like, no, I'm, I'm down for this. But it's also you like, know? like there's this, um, and like I said, I still haven't seen Elysium. Don't really know how it goes. I, I know it's like rich versus poor sci-fi. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that like originally instead of Matt Damon, he wanted like Eminem to star in it and it just mm. didn't work out. Huh. And this almost feels like him being like, no, I'm going to do what I want and like put in these rappers that I like personally like, like, yeah. and it's yeah. like, Oh, like, are they likable? Like kind of sometimes not sort really, of. you know, it's very like, it's almost like bold to put in like these kind of characters that are this kind of repugnant. <laughs> you know? And it's also yeah, well, they like, go by their, their artist names. They go by and, Ninja and yeah, they're, they're just yeah. like, and that's what I was going to say. Like, themselves. yeah. Imagine if you're watching a movie and like 50 cent shows up as 50 cent. Right. Right. And then fights Michael Myers and then dies to Michael Myers. You'd be like, As what the cent. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, like, that's such a... And, like, not only that, but the whole time he's a huge dick. Like, not even in a funny way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, in a toxic, this... abusive way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To this child. I feel like, like, like they they thought, like, this was going to be, like, a music video for Diane Word. The whole... Like, I, they were, they were making so. a whole different movie than everybody it, it, else In a bit. It, it, in some cases, it is. Like, when they're loading up for yeah. the heist, it's like, this is just a music video, guys. Yeah. Them just yeah. putting on cool armor um, and, like, having... <laughs> and their well, house the is badass. So, like, Hugh Jackman's robot is going to kill Ninja, and then uh, Yolandi comes out and shoots him. And it's, like, seriously treated like a fucking Madonna video. Where she's, like, in slow motion. And then, like, her hair, like, and then it shoots, like, different angles. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? No, see, I I, I like that he's, like, because I think Blomkamp wanted it to be a music video for them, too. As much as that Mm -hmm. almost goes against. Like, there's, like, a, like, there's this... the plot almost barely works because at one point 
um, Hugh Jackman, who figures out right away what's going on with Chappie, instead of telling anyone else, he's like, I'm going to sneak around and like, slowly like tweak (laughs) this to my, you know, to my advantage. So he like steals like the, like the police uh, robot master key and like turns off all the police robots doesn't really impact the plot that much <laughs> like it kind of yeah, happens 300 homicides doesn't matter it, yeah. it's, it's very like oh is this gonna affect like the heist that like d'antward's gonna do later no that, that's still scheduled don't worry the, right. no, nothing changed there you know is death to tell in trouble because they're his robot force it's like not no, really no he's, he's just mostly okay they're, they're, so they yell at him at work a off. little bit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah not even also, that bad Hugh jackman like runs into sigourney weaver's office and he's like we found a robot that has sentience. Like, he knows how to make robots have sentience. And then Sigourney Weaver's like, oh, that thing that every villain is always trying to get robots to do? Wow. Go kill that robot, I yeah. guess. It's like, what did you want to study it, I guess? Like, maybe see if we could save yeah. it? It's yeah. like, not kill it's, the shit it's out It's of almost it. funny because, um, you know, this movie was made in, what, like, 2015? It's like, God, now, like all the AI shit is just like crypto guys trying to like make money off. Like what if you made yeah. a movie with AI and it's like, right. This, this right. movie doesn't even consider that in a way. It's almost like a different timeline of like, uh, things could have been better with AI. Yeah. When we didn't think AI would go robots. so corporate so fast. Yeah. And I think like, it's just fun the way that, um, Blomkamp is just kind of not afraid to have unlikable characters, like have to earn, their place you know i think in this one like in district nine i remember like i almost like i almost i wanted to walk out of that movie because of how much i hated the main character oh wickis yeah yeah wickis vendemia and as it kept going i was like holy shit i really want this guy to win (laughs) yeah like he won the over like he earned that ending you know yeah that's like one of the best movies of the 2000s yeah oh yeah it definitely is yeah. And I feel like this movie almost gets there with Ninja, but it never really hits the final part. So you just mm-hmm. really don't like Ninja. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, and then I, like I you find movie... out he's also like probably a bad guy in real life. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. so right. that shows on yeah. screen, you know. I feel like this movie had like a lot to say, and it it didn't like quite not that it didn't quite congeal as well as like District Nine did, which is kind of yeah. unfair. But like, it was a little bloated. They had a few too many ideas going on that nothing was like totally satisfyingly ended i guess right right but there is enough there to like think about like there's like a lot of like fun stuff to watch and like like the whole thing about like how he doesn't like want he doesn't like learn the lesson about dying like i get he's a fucking robot like of course he's not learning a lesson like yeah i didn't really think about it that way until you guys mentioned Mm -hmm. that but like of course that's like that's way better than having a body like why would he want to go into a shitty body like that's insane like and he would want to save his friends and family the only way he knows, which is to right, right. his brains. Makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. And but I it's like, it, like it's very like, like this. Build that up that well, but yeah. it works in a weird way. I don't know. I don't think the, the things that, that it, I think that it didn't land because things weren't really led up to talked about. They didn't have like little scenes where I don't know. Like, why is Yolanda not that worried about the heist coming up? Like, why is she so worried <laughs> right. about like him being a kid? Like, why aren't they working together, Ninja and Yoli, as much? Like. There were just things that were kind of like left unspoken, but I think that mm-hmm. overall it's a good package. But I think that's why it didn't do so well is because people were probably like, <coughs> "What?" Like I think it's, it's yeah, it's, unless you like it a lot. Like, like District Nine's yeah. so tightly plotted, and this is almost like yeah. the opposite, where it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. "Oh, the cool sci-fi stuff's there," but it's not like 
working together is just kind of thrown at you. Yeah. And to me, I actually right. like kind of respect that he's like, ah, fuck it. Just put everything cool yeah. I like in there, even if it doesn't like yeah. right. it, you know? See, and yeah. I think it, it's good because, you know, it's kind of like, it would be a, almost a good double feature with a boy and his dog. Because it's two movies where... Oh, yeah, where they're repugnant you, protagonists. Well, not just that, but it's like, <laughs> you wouldn't... Like, even if you read about this in the news, you'd be like, that's fucking disgusting. Like, it's so yeah. bad. But, like, in this, in these ones, because it's like, you're never going to get a movie, or you're never going to, like, see a real story where the ending of the story is that it sucks that you got to die. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's totally. like... That is such a touchy subject already, and it, and like it's almost throwing it in your face, and it's I don't know, it's just daring. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and it's almost Definitely. like you wouldn't see like a movie about like robot cops like fighting criminals and stuff. Um, that's like hard R. That like right. has a message mm-hmm. that like, hey, the criminals aren't that bad. Whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's just like it's very like oh, I don't think they would. Like, they're not going to give him money to do it again because he's making, like, yeah. Gran Turismo shit. But it's like, I don't think they're going to give anyone money to, like, do that, you know? Right. Uh, to, right. to, like, yeah. make that and movie. It It is that kind of thing where he... I, I almost feel like it's an overcorrection because, like I said, I saw Elysium, and Elysium's not bad, but it kind of feels like the Hollywood version of District 9. Like, he, a lot of the politics has been taken out. It's been watered down, so mm-hmm. it's just not as totally. Good. And I feel like Chappie is almost him. Like, he realized that he did that. And so he's over going, like, yeah, this is going to 100% be mine, which is cool and it's good. But it's also like, if someone told me they didn't like Chappie, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, watching it again, I was like, I actually almost watched Lazy for this to like, I don't know how this even got made. You did what? I said I almost watched Elysium like before this, and I was like, eh, oh. no one's ever like yeah. said it's yeah. great, you know? It's okay. Everyone it's like, says I, w- it's I would okay. say watch it. Yeah. Maybe like take an edible and watch it or something. I don't, or maybe watch it before you go to sleep. I don't know. Yeah. Do you watch movies going to sleep? That'd be. Sometimes. Because you might stay up and watch it. You also have the option to still close your eyes. Yeah. Fair Either enough. way, it's, a, it's an okay movie. I can yeah, say my like, wife hates this movie and would not rewatch it with me. I love it personally. Chappy, Chappy, yeah. She also <laughs> yeah. she's seen Elysium, says it's okay. So also, there's like parts <laughs> yeah. where, most okay movie ever made. Right. There's parts where they're just listening to their music and they're saying their names, which is their names. Dude, and it's literally, it's fucking insane. <laughs> during it's the insane. scene, um, during the scene where they're stealing <laughs> cars, uh, D. Antwoord has a song. There's a line in the song like. Neil Blomkamp's making me a movie star. It's just like, Jeez, wait, that's funny. in the movie? <laughs> Yo, Neil, check it out. I got this cool lyric. I want you to put it in the car heist. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> uh, what heist. a okay. meta-ass <laughs> thing to put in. Um, I, know. I know. It's how they got and to I, be where they are today. And it's kind of disappointing. Like, I get it. You know, there's some directors that you see their movies and you're like, you know, why isn't Sam Raimi being given whatever budget he wants, you know? Mm-hmm. I kind of understand why <laughs> studios stopped giving Neil Blomkamp Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I get, but I'm glad I, they I would did not trust that guy. One last yeah, time. I wish they would. I wish they would give him one last shot. Yeah. Because he just like, they might. he does a lot of crazy things that are good. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like the unlikable character that you still kind of root for, the way he makes like ugly things 
relatable. It's just yeah. like nobody can do that, you know. Like, you think about. I remember Avatar was going up against District Nine in the Oscars, and it was this thing where James Cameron was like, "Oh, I gave him like cat eyes, and like a like kind of like the cat features because that's less." Like that's more human like, so that the audience could like relate to the characters mm-hmm. easier, you know, even though even though they're aliens. And Neil Blumkamp almost like forces you to like the characters because like, like the how disgusting they look. Yeah. 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 I mean you have to so admit gross, they look like prawns. Yeah, they do look like they look like Christopher <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> was yeah. that his name? It was yeah. CJ, <laughs> aka J C because he was the Christ um, figure. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. Even Chappie, you know, Chappie's not doing good things. So like, he looks like a prawn too. He looks like an alien. Yeah, he looks nine. like a prawn. <laughs> but with like and his so little, like, his little, his little cute ears. His little ears are like yeah, what made him like more wally. Like, yeah. yeah. You, you know, it's a, a minor thing in the movie, but it did bug me to think about. Um, everyone keeps calling like Chappie and the other uh, police robots droids, and I was like, yeah. okay, is this just like um, a pop cultural thing? Because obviously. <laughs> in this world people people know what star wars is in real life and in chappie so they call them droids or do south africans just call robots droids already as slang and that's just a thing we don't know about here in america you know what i mean right right yeah you know um josh so for this part do you want me to cut it out or do you want me to (laughs) that's that's an interesting idea do you want me to put the nerd from the simpsons over this part if any of the 2000 people subscribed are south african Please us tell know. us in the comments if people say droids in South Africa. Damn. And I'm sorry for doing your accent. It was out of love, not because it's. Yeah, you know. that's one of I the only I, accents I you I could do accent. not racistly because their yeah. accent's a white person thing and it's so ridiculous. So. Yeah. yeah, it just sounds Australian with a little. Get some drums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Chappie, it's a it's a good. Sometimes you want to see them swing, even if they miss. Um, I know, I know. You know, and no. someone else who liked this movie a lot was my mom. Really? Ooh, interesting. She works for uh, it's it's called Casa, which is a court appointed special advocate. So she essentially just like talks to like kids who are from like fucked up homes, and like works with them like on their court cases and like gets information for lawyers. Anyway, she deals with a lot of like kids that are from messed up situations. And I talked to her about this movie, and she was just like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what, like, development is like whenever you're in, like, an unstable home. Right. And it's like you have all these different influences, like, coming at you. Like, you might have a teacher or, like, another adult in your life that's, like, Dev, who's like, you should read books and be good. Yeah. And then you have someone like Ninja who's like, dude, you're so fucking uncool, and I'm going to be fucking toxic as hell to right. you and make you into a man. Puffing you up, yeah. Yeah. And then you have Yoli, who's, like, the mom figure who's, like, love. And it's, like, all these different people want different things for this child and they don't know what they're supposed to do so they just kind of like freak out and that's kind of what happens in chappy and so after when i talked to my mom about that i was just like wow that's really great like that's like i've never forgotten that even though i know like i've never rewatched chappy i was like yeah kind yeah, of excited no, to rewatch it this time because i was like that's like like that's... they must have like studied like child development a lot for this movie or something yeah. like that's like that, it's like that's like what the meat is like that's the, the core concern is chappy it's yeah, like the whole like deal himself. yeah yeah that's when this movie succeeds because like that part was great like his development was like so tragic yet also like not in a way at the end but right I don't like, know, it's it like works out that is, like, perfectly so interesting. for him um 
Yeah. You, you know, yeah. you know what? One little detail too, I liked when they're kind of like bringing him up, like because you know they want to teach him to be gangster, so they give him like chains and stuff. He starts mm-hmm. doing America's like coke sniff, so he does like a fake yeah. coke sniff. Oh yeah. And he just does it <laughs> yeah. the rest of the movie, and I was like, ah, oh, what a nice yeah. little detail. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the way he like leans against the wall, he like has like his leg. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's just perfect. Because he he just thinks America does that to be cool, not realizing it's... Yeah. <laughs> right, right. He doesn't realize what anything is. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, it's a good movie. What a, what a, a, what a fun, detail filled film. Truly. Yeah. Definitely worth the watch, even if there are problems. You do yeah. have to rent if, it. If you watch this it. movie, let us know what you thought of it. Because I'm interested to see what, like, if someone, like, I don't know. I it's weird. I want to hear like if someone really didn't like it, like why, you know? Like, right. What was the what was the tipping point where you went from like, uh, this isn't for me to like, oh no, this is bad and I don't like it, you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I saw I read on Wikipedia that a lot of people were comparing Chappie to like Jar Jar Binks. It's so, like I thought that maybe people oh, just hated the character. No, that's yeah. crazy. He's like not that hateable. He's like fine. Yeah. No, no, he's like yeah. He, like yeah, Jar Jar Binks is I can see people like yeah, I could see people like not being able to stand <laughs> yeah. ninja, but like Jack yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I I do understand why people would be like, oh, I hate Dean Word. I'm like, I I get it. Right. They're kind okay. of repugnant, yeah. and they're kind of you know, yeah, you, you, you really can't yeah. get around. But that. that's the message, guys. You didn't, you missed it if you think that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just scolding people who didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, um, reconsider. Yeah. So thank you, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Bomb Squad. We come back next week. We're gonna watch. One of my favorite movies of all time. This movie is like three hours long. And when I, I watched it, the first time I watched it, I watched it at night. It was like seven o'clock. And it ended at like 1030 because it's fucking long as shit. And as soon as it ended, I called Josh. And I was like, Josh, come over. You need to watch this fucking movie. And then we watched it again. It was Again, it was like three hours long. So we didn't go to bed till like three in the morning. I think I know what movie yeah. this is. And I'm... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm interested it's to revisit going to it. Let's be a say good that. Time. Um, my wife is going to be pretty upset if, if it's because <laughs> she's Does never she seen it, too? so she has oh, to watch it. But well, I know she's going to be a hater. So yeah, I mean it's a wild ride. It's yeah, it's a fun next, time. Next episode, we are talking about Lawrence of Arabia, of course. It's, yeah, no, we're talking about hard <laughs> iconic. Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. the movie. Oh, we did. We had, I forgot that you've already done. We yeah, already Mario, the Dennis Hopper. But I don't think you. I don't know if you were there for that, William. But I was not. It's a, I used to watch that movie all the time as a kid. That was one of my main VHSs for sure. I know it's so strangely we, we sexual films. Anyway, but go watch that. We'll episode. see you guys next week on the Bomb Squad.